Welcome back to the Sudanish podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how Guru Hargobind traveled west, back towards Punjab, crossing spots like Tanesar, places where Guru Nanak went, visited. We heard the stories of Guru Nanak there cooking meat, how the Guru told his Sikhs that story. And the previous chapter then ended off describing how everybody in Diroli was awaiting the Guru's arrival there. So that's where chapter 36 now picks up. Describing how Guru Hargobind had sent a messenger on horseback to Daroli to tell them to expect the Guru in the next few days. So when that message arrived in the city, everybody got that news, everybody was just so happy. Sayindas got everybody in the village together. And the day that they knew that the Guru was coming, they headed out towards that direction, on that path, to show respect for the Guru that they would meet them outside of their home along the path. So before heading out, Sayindas told his wife, Ramo, inside our beautiful house there, place a bed for the Guru. Place on it a very beautiful sheet, which has bushels of silk hanging on each end of it. Prepare the inside and the outside of the house, clean it carefully and perfume it all. And have somebody go get the best flowers to lay out as well. Get a new clay pot, put some really clean water in it, like rainwater, and then put some potassium nitrate in it as well. Do all of this very properly. So this is all being done to make the water as cold as it can be. The earthen pot, the clay pot, was just one way people used uh, to cool water. Uh, the clay, the mud would then cool the water um, if you left the water in there for some time. The adding of potassium nitrate, called shora, uh, although that was using gunpowder was actually a very fancy way of cooling drinks in the in the past and would be done in medieval times across from asia all the way to europe so they would sprinkle a little bit of that they called it shora and they would mix it into their drink to cool it down so sainda said this to ramo and then he headed out he took with him some very sweet prashad in his hand for the guru now back in the village though of Diroli, everybody was so enthusiastic about the arrival of the guru Mata Ganga had all of her people around her waiting for the Guru to arrive. They were chit-chatting. They were really excited about it. That group of Sayandas, they set off along the path. They were walking barefoot, a sign of respect for the Guru. They went about even two kilometers outside of the village along that path just to meet with the Guru. And in the distance, when they were standing there, they saw a trail of dust arise up from the ground. And immediately in their heart, they were filled with such happiness. They were like partridge birds looking up at the moon in great happiness. Or their eyes were like lotus flowers opening up when seeing the sun. They were in such haste to see the Guru. Their throats were drying up and they couldn't say anything. Sainadas had tears in his eyes when he was seeing the Guru ride towards them. Guru Hargobind on horseback, he felt this as well. He felt it in his heart and he had such a desire to meet with Sainadas and the group there. So he quickly, he sped up his horse. Now Guru Hargobind is going so fast, he left all of the other warriors behind him at quite a distance. He then got in front of Sayindas. When they met, Sayindas placed his head on the lotus-like feet of the Guru, which were still in the stirrups. Guru Hargobind was still mounted. It was as if Sayindas was crying so much like he was washing the lotus-like feet of the Guru. 
Another Sikh went on the other side of the horse and he placed his head on the feet of the Guru. Guru Hargobind, he lowered his hands to grab down at Sayadas. He grabbed his arm and he said, Sayadas, are you well? How are you doing? Sayadas responded, I'm in such bliss thanks to your grace. I've been awaiting your arrival day and night. Everybody here is well, your mother, your two wives, all the six here. But just one day felt like a year while we were waiting for you. And now we've received your divine sight, your darshan. So Sayandas was saying this as they were slowly traveling into the village. They were speaking so sweetly with each other. Guru Hargobind said to him, Oh Sayandas, your love is so great for me. You'll forever reside within my heart. You always contemplated upon me and yearned for me to come here. That's why we've come here so quickly without any delay after completing the work that we had to do. Along the path, we just kept getting stopped by six who would come and bow down and request things from us. We would fulfill their desires and then continue onward. Look how far we've come just to see you. Guru Hargama said this while chuckling and laughing with Sayandas and eventually they got to the village, inside the village of Duroli, where they were greeted with all the people there in the village. Guru Hargobind met and chatted with all of them and then he dismounted off his horse. He first went to go see his mother, Matanganga, who had such a desire to see her son. She heard the fanfare of the Guru arriving outside. She was so happy. She had such a thirst to see the Guru. She had a servant come in to her residence there and notify her, but immediately after being notified, Guru Hargobind showed up and bowed down to her lotus-like feet. So. The Guru bowed down, Mata Gangaji raised up her son and hugged the Guru in such happiness. Her eyes were swelled up with tears as she kissed Guru Hargobind's forehead. She then started to brush off Guru Hargobind's clothes, which had some dust on it from the horseback riding. She was making sure that the Guru was safe and sound, caressing her son's body. It was as if by doing this, she was dispelling the pain of separation that had overtaken her. She asked, O oh son, did you get everything done properly as you wanted? Have you been well? Have you been happy during all of this time or not? Hearing this, Guru Hargobind responding, telling her all the stories of the travels, how they went to the places associated with Guru Nanak. They spent some time together like this, chatting before Guru Hargobind then wanted some time alone. The Guru got up and Sayandas understood this and he clasped his hands together and said to Guru Hargobind, please go to the beautiful house we've just made. We've had this vow for such a long time that you should be the first one to reside there. Please, go there and rest. Please make our house useful and pure by staying there. So Sainda said this and then led Guru Hargobind towards the house. Whoever Guru Hargobind met along the way, he asked them if they were well and they chatted a little bit. In the house, there was a beautiful bed there with exquisite sheets on it and Ramo was just there in the house, eagerly awaiting the Guru. And as the door opened, immediately she ran towards the Guru and bowed down at the feet of Guru Hargobind. She was saying, this is such a blessed time. I'm so blessed that now we're finally able to meet, that you've come here and shown us your lotus-like feet, that you've recognized us as your servants. Guru Hargobind responded saying, Ramo, are you well? Your husband is so absorbed in loving devotion, both of you, have tied and bound me with this rope of love and brought me here. I've only come here for this reason to meet you too, to fulfill this request of yours of staying in your new house. 
So Guru Hargobind said this and then sat on the bed. Guru Hargobind, who by remembering destroys all of one's sins. Then Ramo set off and brought with her the two wives of the Guru, both of them, Mata Damodari and Mata Nanaki. They clasped their hands together and bowed down at their husband in great joy. The Guru asked how they were doing, if they were well. He comforted them and then they all ate. There was countless types of food that were being presented there. Sweet types of food, salty, savory types of food, all of which were just delicious. Ramo made all of this food with her own hands. There were different types of food which she presented so beautifully on this tall, on this plate in front of the Guru with great love. There were so many different types of flavors in that food. She was so happy serving the Guru and then set off. And in doing this seva, she was she had made her body useful, purposeful in this life. Saindas was there with some water and was also waving a fan for the Guru. Ramo had a cloth there to wipe the Guru's hands. The love they had in their heart for the Guru was ever increasing as they watched the Guru enjoy this food that they made. They would slowly in between eating, they would chat a little bit and Guru Hargobin said, wow, this food is delicious. The Guru had seen that both of them had such love for the Guru's house. Sai, Das, and Ramo, in their mind, they didn't think even at all that the Guru was just a relative, just a brother-in-law, as Ramo was Mata Damodari's sister. No, they thought that Guru Hargobind was the divine, the master of the world, as somebody to liberate them from this world. The people of the world call the Guru the protector of the poor, Everybody has carefully ascertained that the Guru is forever bound by the love of their servants. Guru Hargobind is a form of the Divine, which is the master of the three worlds. And the beautiful Guru is the lover of his six. It was in this faith and understanding that they recognized the exalted Guru Hargobind, whose stories and plays are just so marvelous and wonderful. Sainadas and Ramo had no other desire but to serve the Guru, and the Guru made their heart so pristinely pure. So Guru Hargobind finished his food, drank some water, he had his hands cleaned, and then dried it with a cloth. He was sitting there, and after seeing such great love Saindas and Ramo had, he said, Saindas Ramo, you will not have to travel across this ocean of life ever again. You have made me so happy. This is my blessing for you too. Saindas and Ramo heard this, and then looked deep within their hearts and saw that there was no delusion or attachment. These two have been destroyed. A great wave of wisdom arose within their heart which wiped away the duality of liking certain things, disliking other things and the attachment to their own bodies. They then understood the great glory of the Guru in seeing that their mind had been stilled from all vices. They were so fortunate to have wisdom arise within them which destroy the bondages of this world. And this is how chapter 36 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear of the expecting Mata Damodari, and we're going to hear the story of Baba Gurdatta Ji's birth. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who've been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Gauga,